Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Off Matter Report. I'm your host, Formula 408, and with me tonight, as always, is Jeff. We're going to get into some news this week, cover some cars, and we have a special interview at the uh, at the end of this episode, so make sure you listen for that. Um, Jeff, how's it going, man? Uh, things are good. We got a new expansion. Uh, we're podcasting about it. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah, new expansion, new podcast. I know you've been on a trip, so it's good to good to be- get back into recording. Um, a lot of new stuff going on with the game, man. A lot of a uh, lot of new stuff. One yep. of the, I guess we can jump right into it because one of the things I'm really excited about is the tournament that's been announced. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, are you? You think you might? Uh, you. You want to go over that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's the it's gonna be a tournament based on your um, your shard or your region. Um, each region will have their own, and it's the top. It's it's gonna be a tournament of one thousand and twenty four people, the top seven hundred masters, and then the first three hundred and twenty four people to complete the special gauntlet at the end of the season, all qualify. And if someone can't play or whatever, then they move to the next the next person. Um, yeah, I think I might try to push for it. I, I've been debating it. I'd have to. I don't know. I peaked at two thousand, right at the top two thousand in master. So it'd be it'd be a stretch to get to the seven hundred, but um, I don't think it'd be impossible. So I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see. But it seems really really. Um, and I like the way Riot's moving with it. So there's there's a lot of stuff. You have any questions about how it works or anything? Uh, no. I I, uh, I pulled up the uh, the list here. It's really nice that they let you uh, let the uh, Gauntlet players uh, compete as well. I think that's really really cool. And, and the way that they've done it, I think is really good. Um, your first your first uh, attempt in a last chance gauntlet will allow you to get what's called a prime glory um, up to five. And it counts as an automatic win in the last chance gauntlet. Um, so that, I think that's super cool. Uh, it gives, gives players, those who don't have the time to play ranked in it, in and out every single day. Um, they can, they can, uh, get into the tournament with the the gauntlet method which i think is really cool yeah i think um i think one of the really really fun things is the meta for that last gauntlet and how how it's going to be because i know since you're going to be rushing to win that you might be tempted to go with an aggro deck so you can try to win faster but you still have to win the match so people may say oh well people are going to be playing these aggro decks maybe i'll I'll play this control deck to try to counter that. And some people may, may even go another level on that and say, oh, people are going to be playing the control decks to counter the aggro decks. Maybe I'm going to play this mid-range <laughs> deck to counter the control decks. And then you're back at the, the aggro decks again. So, you know, it's um, it's going to be interesting how all that plays out and what um, what people actually play to get their, their two wins. Yep, def- definitely, and I believe uh, all of these gauntlets, uh, at least the this previous one, this la- the one last weekend, was um, pick and ban 
style. So I believe the next ones will be as well, which will um, will even play play even more into what you're describing, where a lot of people are going to be choosing a, a full aggro lineup because they want to make sure that they have a deck that just speeds through. Um, and then vice versa. Some people will have a mixture, and then some people will have just ultimate anti-aggro decks, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I think that's super cool. I think that definitely helps with um, with that kind of format. Um, I definitely think they did a good job uh, with, with that. Yeah, I can, um, I can definitely see building the most aggro decks that you can from every combination of regions and then banning out, you know, Shadow Isles or banning out whatever the, the strongest control at the time is. planning on playing this uh the the tournament uh what this also says to me is um they're gonna do they're gonna have some sort of tournament mode and spectator mode Uh, it's gotta be coming uh we uh, can feel it i can feel it you can't say that it's not that they definitely are working on it it's coming it's gotta be coming soon yeah i think i think their mode's gonna be coming i mean the I think they're going to have to set it up to where both people agree to spectate. I don't think it's going to be able to, you know, you let your buddy watch a game. Because I think there's too much room for, unless it's just watching it from your side. You know, not, you wouldn't be able to get the full view like that. Because, you know, you wouldn't, even even if there's a delay. I mean, sometimes cards sit in your hand for three, four, five minutes or whatever. So, you know, that, that wouldn't really be fair. So, I think, I think they'd have to have either a... Um, you know, they'd only be able to spectate from your side, so it'd be more like a streaming setup, or both players would have to agree to the um, to spectate. And that may be what's setting them back right now, is figuring out, you know, a fair way to, to set that up to where you can have spectate mode but still have a competitive, or not give a competitive advantage to anyone. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was a thing with um, Testel. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends card game was that a lot of streamers would get stream snipers, um, and and then they would know what's in in your hand, and be able to play around certain things or know that you're going to play, you know, a certain creature or something like that. So that has been a problem in the past. And there's always the you know, if a streamer doesn't want a sniper, then they can just not stream the tournament, right? Which is pretty easy. Then you can also just put yourself on a like a five minute delay or something like that too. So uh, there's ways around that. Um, but but yeah, uh, I definitely think uh, I I don't think that's going to be a too much of an issue. I think most people are going to be yeah, put me on. I want to I want to be the you know I want to be on the show. <laughs> I yeah, want to be. Yeah. Uh, I think so too. Featured. I think so too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to um to tournaments and spectator mode and being able to play more competitively. I think that's what a lot of people like about this game. Um people get burned out on the ladder, so being able to have more tournaments and stuff would be nice. I mean, I know that there are people that organize them now through Discord and things like that, but it'll be so much easier if uh Riot is doing it through the client and setting them up. Even um you know, when I I played um used to play Pokemon and they had a um TCG online 
and you could um, you know play play it online, and you could enter into random tournaments, um, pretty much anytime you wanted. I think it may have cost something, whatever the Pokemon currency was that you accumulated from playing games. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, you could enter into eight or sixteen or thirty-two or something person tournaments. And uh, you just enter the tournament and wait for wait for that lobby to fill up, and then you'd play. You know, so it wasn't um, you know, it was competitive. It wasn't super ranked based, um, which they they could do for this game if they chose to. But um, yeah. So I mean, you know, I I would love to see something like that come around. That'd be very very cool. Yeah, for for sure. Definitely. Um. Let's um let's let's move on to uh what are your thoughts on landmarks and or you know I, I, it's too much of a subject to go into uh, the uh the entire expansion but what do you think about the landmarks what um think um, there's any good ones the, well, how first, much have you played I played a little but first. Let's talk about like the concept of the landmark and see. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what you think about it, and if you think it's sure. a good idea or a bad idea. That's a great question. <laughs> I I'll be honest. So, um, in uh, Tessel, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, there is it's the equivalent to supports. Uh, would be a landmark, uh, I would I would say, but it doesn't take a spot on your bench. They they kind of like put their out of the way, probably closer to like I don't I actually don't know if Hearthstone has um, supports or landmarks or an equivalent to that or where those sit, um, but just immobile active effect I guess. Um, so. I the problem with that is um, I th to put it sh simply I think it's a bit too soon. Uh, they did release you know what five or six landmarks I guess six. it's five landmarks six 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 um, six yeah, landmarks. I, mean, I believe every region got a landmark except Ionia. Except, um, except Ionia. Yeah. No. Yeah. And except Ionia. And um, Demacia, maybe? Demacia. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, that that might come next, in, yeah. in December, possibly. Um, but I... The problem with that, uh, at least it was in Tessel, was, oh, you're playing against a support deck. I don't have any support removal. And, and that means, guess what? You lost yeah. kind of a situation. Yeah. Um, and I can see that being uh, a thing here, uh, especially considering, you know, they have support removal, but really, what what kind of support removal do you have access to? You have the the Noxus one, which is by far the best support removal, at least. In my opinion, I I think there's no question about it. To be honest, uh, I guess landmark removal um, yeah. is, and then and then the Targon one also is is decent, except it has a dual feature where uh, divergent paths. If you're not playing a landmark deck, then 
its only use is a three mana remove a landmark. Um, yeah. Which which makes things a little bit tricky. Like it, it's going to be a dead card in some matchups, which sometimes you're going to have to run that card in order to counter supports, which uh, landmarks, uh, which I think could be problematic. Um, and as as time goes on, they're going to add more uh, landmark removal. Um, but some of them, like Singular Will, no deck uh, in their right mind is going to play that card just as a landmark removal. No, and no. It, it's a dead card in every single sort of matchup that you can even think of. Right. Scorch Earth is what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Scorch Earth is definitely, it's got a multi-use, multi-purpose uh, you can kill a damaged unit or destroy a landmark. Um, in some matchups, you're just going to be using that as removal, which I, I think is totally fine. Yeah. Um, Crumble is slow, and it's overcosted. Um, yeah. yeah. And sunk cost is way overcost. And you don't really want... It, it's, it's That's a horrible card. Yeah, sunk cost is... So well. expensive, and it just shuffles back into right. it doesn't even the previous deck it doesn't huh. even obliterate or destroy or whatever whatever word they use for it right and so so that's one problem i have is that there's so limited landmark um removal yeah uh and it's and it's basically noxus and targon and targon's not even that good um so hopefully this next december they might have something more um, as far as landmarks themselves, uh, the the best one, I don't know, I guess they're all a little bit bland, maybe. Um, yeah. Some of them are a little too overcost, but I did lose to a Howling Abyss deck with um, with level 2 Ezreal and a bunch of burst spells. So oh. that really didn't feel very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and then Starspring, Starspring, again, if you don't have your deck tool to just burn down your opponent, um, they're just going to win by healing. Um, and, and I'm still trying to get used to playing against that kind of a deck, uh, because Tom Kench and Soraka decks can heal 22 damage in, like, over the course of like maybe two turns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take potentially. Long. Potentially. Yeah. It really doesn't take that much. No. Um and so I, I find that a problem. Um it's just another just another reason to run Noxus. So right. when somebody's Star Spring it gets super super high up. Um you just remove it. So so those are my problems with 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 landmarks so far. Um I do like the flavor of the arena um, and, and slaughter docks. I'm not really a deep player, so I, I really don't know if um, if, it, if it's any good. It felt good in the labs, but that's in the lab with a unoptimized deck. So yeah, I mean a three call. You're basically playing a three call sea monster and something to help you get deep. So I mean it doesn't seem too bad. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I played, like I said earlier, I played Pokemon. Um, Pokemon had stadium cards, which are really similar to landmarks, except uh -huh. um, the way they worked is they were neutral, so they weren't they didn't take a place on your board. 
but uh-huh. they apply to both um both you and your opponent. So whatever effect it had, it applied to to each of you. Yeah. And the way it worked is um there could only be one active. So if I had a stadium active and my opponent had <laughs> one and they played theirs, it would discard mine. And it would put it, you know, it would basically destroy it. So it made it to where Interesting. Yeah, and you could only run so many in your deck. So, you know, you had to play around that. You had to play around, oh, do they have their card available? Can I play mine now? How many turns can I get out of it before you know, before it'll be useful. So I would have liked to have seen either something like that or them, like you said, to come out with more reliable and better better priced um landmark removal when they when they did this because it seems it seems like like you said, like Noxus is the only real um yeah. real deck that has, you know, just reliable non dead card removal of a landmark. Yeah, so, so that's kind of, I guess it's good that they're not overpowered, but at the same time, now I know one you, question I have. You're not gonna win. <laughs> no, um, I said I haven't played a whole lot, but can landmarks be recalled? So like Wheel of Ioni and things like that. Those will still work. Those st- that should still work on a landmark. I would think is still a card on the deck. I know. Um, let me read the will of ionia yeah it just says recall a unit so i'm not sure if a landmark count i would think it counts as a unit i don't believe it does actually Ah. um which is weird because you would think maybe singular will would include pick an ally yeah or unit but um yeah i'm pretty sure they don't count as units yeah because singular will specifies landmark on it yeah I guess it maybe depends on what the re. I don't. I my guess is it just you never. It'll never work on a landmark. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if ally really counts as a unit. Right. I don't think right. it does. The the um, other. No, I think I think uh, Mina Swiftfoot may because it says recall three enemies. So that should be. Yeah. That should work, I would think, because I don't know. It's so, you know, right, right in their wording, man. It's always so. so I'm sure weird. they'll. Yeah, I'm sure somebody completely already, change it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's always, always so, so strange their wording, but yeah, landmarks. I don't know. I think, I think at least they didn't make the landmarks too overpowered, so it's not like it's devastating yeah. right now. But it's still, it's still rough. They're still rough, especially. I mean, but we all know Tom Kentrock is getting nerfed, so I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not too worried about that. That that's coming, <laughs> but um, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But um, yeah, I, I'm wondering about that too. Um, what do you uh? <laughs> so Soraka, like like we said in the past, Soraka is your one of your favorite cards, right. uh, favorite champs. Are you happy that she's? Have you played much with her or not? Not really. I played or... the um the Tom Kent Soraka deck a couple of times. Um, I like her design a lot. Like um, you know she's she's really similar to um 
her her play style and uh, Leah's to so so I like I like that they kept her very close to her lore. They kept her very close to how she is in the in the video game. So that that's always yeah. nice, which they they do a good job of doing that with most of the um, the champions. But um, yeah, I mean I I mean I I do think I do think she's really strong. I mean that's that's a lot of healing. <laughs> that's a lot of healing. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about that, healing four, so that's eight healing eight per turn just from your attacks, and you only have to heal yeah. twenty two to win the game. I mean that's ooh, basically two yeah. two attacks plus you know plus one extra <laughs> turn of doing a little a little healing and and you're done. I mean that's that's a lot. With the amount of healing that Targon has, healing something four times. And it's not even for a mount or you know a higher amount. She they could change her to be heal me or sorry, you've healed damage allies fifteen health, and it would still be just easy enough. Um, yeah, I think healing something four times is actually pretty easy, especially with Targon and you know whatever else you might want to pair it to. I believe uh, regeneration counts as a heal as well. Yeah, I, think, I don't know if um, you knew that. Yeah, I think I think pairing her with frail yard is really good um especially yeah. since you have um uh the the five the five mana card um what's it hold on i've got it right here i think it's five or six yeah five mana uh tark has the tribalist you know deal one damage to all battling units so if you've got four units on the board he deals one damage to everything you use Soraka, that's four more healing that you have right there. You know, Soraka's Wish or whatever, you know. So there, there's that. There's also um, um, the, um, what is it? The six or seven cost, I think, that completely heals and redoubles. Yep. But that's uh that's Demasi, I believe. Redouble Valor. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have Redouble yep. Valor. I mean that can heal that can do a lot of healing right there. Yeah. Fully heal an ally then double its power and health. So you know, if you've got a low health, you know Aurelian soul, I mean, you'd be turn ten right there anyway. If you've got Aurelian Soul out, you probably already won the game. But you know what I'm saying? Like if you have a high high HP yeah. unit you know, there you go. You you just healed, you know, four, five, six, seven damage. Plus when you play Soraka and you heal eight more. I mean it's it adds up quick. It all adds up yeah, quick. Yeah, it, it definitely does, uh in in that um in that sense for sure. So I think she's pretty strong right now. Uh there's rare occasion that she doesn't level per game. It, it I think it just happens. Yeah, in yeah. most games. Yeah. Um I think the yeah, hardest her decks pairing for with... her is the um the stronger mid-range decks. You know, the the frail yard sort of decks that have a lot of um ways to survive early with the with the healing, you know, like a war mother's mm-hmm. high deck and then the units that you do put on the board are bigger units, you know, 5 5 power, 6 power, Trinomir at 8 power is harder to to take a hit from those units and still make it through. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, so in my meta pocket, I have found that um, Ash and Sejuani do pretty well. 
Yeah. Uh, because both Tom Kench and Soraka are less than three attack um, and, and five attack. Um, and so you you can do a lot of, rec- you can reckoning, you can you can do a lot of stuff just to wipe their board or, or just get rid of Soraka and Tom Kench, which is really nice. Uh, so I think that's you know, that's a pretty strong deck right now. I w- did a lot of laddering last night with it, and um, th- that wasn't a matchup that I had to worry about. For for once, it wasn't very very hard. Yeah. Uh, and then just adding some scorched earth just for that extra measure, you know, whoever, whatever else, you know, the off right, right. off the wall abyss <laughs> that uh, that gives your opponent a bunch of Ezreal's. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. So that hasn't been too bad. Um. Playing playing that sort of a play style, which I think is really good. So. Um. Yeah. The meta's shifted. Uh. I do think. A lot of stuff are, is still pretty strong, but um, we'll all just have to get used to um. How to play around this stuff and how to play, how to play it all. I think which which is okay. That's kind of what it's, what metas are are there for. Yeah, and um, the meta shifted. I don't know. I can't think of any kind of segue. I was I was trying to think of a segue into um, talking about the oh. the new cosmetics, but uh, <laughs> the the emote meta. Yeah, yeah I, I've thought about bringing that up, but we um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a whole episode on the emote meta coming up. Um, absolutely. But, um, but uh. Yeah, but yeah, there are new emotes and a bunch of um some new boards and stuff that uh that I'd like to talk about and see kind of what you think about them. Um, I'm actually yeah. looking at the boards right now. I need to. I need. God, I'm I'm probably going to buy a buy a new board. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to get. It's it's been a while since <laughs> I've gotten one, so I, I don't know if I want to hold out for the KDA stuff that'll be coming out, or go ahead and get the Halloween one, or. What's yeah. going on? Yep. So for the uh, KDA stuff, um, that one is going to be an event. And so we know that we're probably going to have an event. Uh, you know, what is it? Uh, an event path, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so an event path where last one was 10 bucks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Now the last one they didn't have a board in the event path, and I think that's what a lot of people have wanted. They, you know, a lot of people said they'd rather pay, you know, a couple dollars more and have a board included in it too, and not just the emotes and guardians. So I'm hoping that they'll do that this time. Yeah, that'd be nice. I do see that there is a board that sounds like it's going to be for purchase. Um, so I'm not, I don't expect that to happen, but we'll see. You know, it's wouldn't be yeah. surprising if they change something that they've done previously and yeah i know a few TF- times have they've done that i know tft always has um a lot of the arenas in there um in there so i'd like mm-hmm. to i'd like to see that now the the boards in um legends of runeterra are a lot more intricate and a lot a lot more intensive to find than that um it is in tft but you know i'd still like to see at least one in the in the path even if it's for you know, you have to pay to get that one. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. So uh, coming from League, what do you think about the, the KDA 
uh, stuff. I know a lot of people actually uh, were up in arms because it was a little bit too outside of, yeah. of the. I don't know. Yeah, it's the the whole the whole lore behind the new character, Safrina or Seraphine or Seraph Seraphine, Seraphine. Yeah, yeah, is is just <laughs> wild and. It doesn't fit with the rest of the characters in the game, so you know, and all the everything that comes out is supposed to be canon. And now Riot came back and said, "Oh well, maybe this isn't." So it's, I don't know. I, and I really enjoy the the lore of League, so I'm not a big fan. But you know, they're trying to make some money. I I get it. I guess you know people are gonna buy, people are gonna buy the skins, people are gonna buy all the KDA stuff. So you know. I think the people that are yep. complaining about it are definitely in the minority, even though the it's a it's a loud minority, it's still probably the minority. Yeah, I mean it's mostly the Reddit minority. Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. the complaining. And that's that's one of the things I think people people forget the amount of people that play these games, even Legends of Runeterra, Legends of Runeterra, League of Legends, TFT, all these games like the. The amount of people that are on Reddit is a small subset of the people that actually play the games. You know, a lot of people play these, yeah. don't get on Reddit. The majority don't get on Reddit, don't don't engage in the community, don't do those things. So, you know, yeah, the the Reddit is up in arms about it. The majority of people just don't care. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the case as well. Um, I personally, I'm not, I'm not super torn up about breaking the, uh, the immersion. Um, he, uh, yeah, and and like you said, it's it was bound to happen. They want to make money. Um, anything that, anything like this is is probably good for the game overall. You know, for Riot anyway. Yeah, I mean, as long as they have money to put back so, into the game, I'm I'm happy. You know, I I'd rather them yeah. make money and continue to to um, develop than to not make money and the games all stall out. So I'm not yeah. going to complain a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, um, and, and you can always just uh, you know vote with your wallet, I guess is what yeah. they say. Yeah. Uh, and not not buy any of it, then hopefully maybe they won't they won't do that. But that's that's kind of right. Riot is right, and they kind of do their own thing. Yeah, they they like a lot of uh, you know, if if League is doing something, then all of our other stuff is doing something also. So, um, it right. may it may work, it may not work. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, and if and if the tides were turned, uh, I guess uh, <laughs> if all other Riot, uh, IP, uh, all other Riot games had. A KDA thing, and then League of uh, Legends or Terra had nothing. Guess what? We, we'd probably get a, a flood of Reddit posts complaining about that as well. So it's it's kind of like a, a just a, a you know you're, you're you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. It's it's just gonna happen. It's Reddit being Reddit. So I would definitely feel differently had um, if if these special KDA cards. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but I think there's like at least one for each member. I think that's five. Maybe there's six. I can't remember. Um, but for one, one for each member, 
if these cards were locked behind a uh, event pass and I would have to buy it to right. buy a bunch right. of, and it would be competitive cards, Right. that would be a full other thing. Yeah. Um, that would mean in order to collect every card in the game, you no longer can't just grind every single thing. Right. Uh, you would have to actually shell out money to do that. And I really hope they don't go that direction. And I don't think they will. Because um, like I said, that's probably where I draw the line. And I think that's where a lot of people draw the line. Yeah, especially when you've already set the precedent that you don't have to do that. I think what they're going to do is somewhat what they're doing now. Um, release a lot of cards. Release so many cards where it's hard for people who don't play constantly. You know, streamers or people that just grind all the time. Release so many cards where it's hard for them to keep up with the amount of cards coming out to be able to buy it with gemstones and to be able to buy it with, you know, the different things that you have. So that way you're more inclined to spend some money to buy. Well, I want to play this deck with these cards. I'm just going to go ahead and drop some money and, and, and play that, you know, cause you're, you're out of gemstones. You spent all of them. And I, I think, I mean, releasing what 60, 70 cards every, every two months, I mean that's that's hard to keep up with in between um in between yeah. so I mean that's you know it's it's very possible that 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 happens. Yeah. Especially for um, people who try to have a complete con collection, you know. Yeah. And so we know these cards uh that are in this event pass are going to be on the free version of the region road uh road. Um so that's good. Everybody's going to get these cards provided yeah. that they you know, grind the games out. I think they might just, I think they'll make it easier because they, they were talking about how the last event passed, people were feeling unfulfilled and having felt like they had to grind a bunch of games to even get um, any any um, value from the pass. Right. Um, so I, I think they're making tweaks to that, to that model. Um, uh, and, and I don't think I'm going to be dropping the 10 bucks to get this yet unless they're the one thing is if there is an emote that just is so tilting that my opponent will concede <laughs> that would be worth you know if it's something super obnoxious yeah, um, they, that if, i could just if spam it, were, it a um, bunch of times if it were the lulu emote at the end that you that you could get even yeah even worse than that just seraphine you know i don't know what you would yeah, what yeah. What Seraphine yeah. would be doing? I mean, just by uh, blowing a kiss the, the, that yeah. with tons of sparkles and I don't know something like yeah. that. Yeah, a, a uh, mixture of yeah. um, the Rainbow Poro and something, um, you know, Rainbow Poro yeah. plus <laughs> the Ace Soul somewhere between those two combined. You know, something sparkly that says "Hey." <laughs> so yeah, yep. yeah, I agree. I think that I think it'd be a lot of fun. That that may that may tempt me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think if, I th if that was the case. I think that I think also, like I said, also if they tie a board to it, I'll I'll drop whatever it is because I I like the boards anyway. So you know even if it's you know fifteen dollars, I might I might would do it if there's a board attached because I think that that would be <laughs> worth it. I don't know I'm so ugh, I'm a sucker, but I'm, you know whatever. I'm not <laughs> spending money on cards, so hey. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so that, so that's the KDA. Speaking of suckers, I bought the new emote pack. It's got Tom Kench with the little fedora, fedora tipping 
the Aurelian Soul finger guns. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Leona kind of doing a, like a little yay. Yeah, I like the 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 uh, Leona emote a lot, and I like the uh, the Soraka. Just the, like what? Is I, I just I, didn't have I can... the um have the have the urge to uh to drop the cash at the time uh but but i like i like just having different uh potentially different options for um for for uh high and whatever you know tom kench can can swap out for my uh i think i have uh the wink as my hello right now so yeah um, yeah very versatile I think that's the key with the emotes that the riots figured yeah. out. You know, they need to either make them very, very good at one thing, or make them pretty versatile. So, I'm um, yeah. I'm anxious for that yeah. episode coming up in um, a couple of weeks, I guess, probably two weeks, I would think. That uh, when we, yeah, when we go yeah. over when we go over the the emote meta and really get meta. into that pretty well, yeah. But um, yeah, I, sounds sounds good. I'm looking forward to that for sure as a, in a future episode. Yeah, they've got even even like the card backs that have came out. You know, everything's everything in this game is just so well done, from the artwork to the stories to the quotes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all just so so well done, and I don't think there's much that people can complain about through it. So, yeah. I'm I'm a, a little surprised to see the harrowing bundles so popular, um, which I mean it's it's fine for me. However, I the card back is super cute. Yeah, the card um, back's my favorite. If if I bought the bundle, ooh, it would it would be for the card back. Yeah, uh, you can actually just buy the card back uh, card back outright. You don't have to buy the yeah uh, yeah bundle. Same I, thing uh, with the the dragonborn card back. I do I do like the the board. I think it's okay. Um it's it makes me wonder cuz I know in League of Legends like they they get rid of things and then they bring them back on then. So it's kind of one of those mm -hmm. things like I wonder like are they going to, you know, discontinue this board? It's going to be one of those things where like they're not going to you're not going to have it, you know, they're not it's not going to be a thing that comes back up. So, you know, next Halloween mm -hmm. will I not will I not have the board. So, I know I know I'm like, "Oh, can I need to I need to prepare for next year so I can I can have this cool cool board but I know that's that sounds so crazy but that's how Riot wants you to think and I've given in. <laughs> well, um, so the board is actually in the uh, so if you haven't noticed this yet, but um, the card back and if anything in the boards section in the game and the card back section in the game it is there to stay uh no matter if it's in the bundle previously at least for now they may always yeah, they may change yeah. something at some point of course um so like you can you can buy the just the infernal drake you don't have to buy the dragonborn pack right right yeah um and, and that won't go away but the the bundle where you can get the emote and the and the dragonborn dragonborn card back and the the Drake and then the the full deck of Shivana and and Asol that may go away at some point, um, so you you can buy them separately. Uh, I guess that I mean I guess that's what people are going for is they they like that Halloween aesthetic and they're going with that. 
Um, I do, I do like the the holiday um, uh, themes. Uh, however, yeah. sometimes I yeah. just feel like, you know, for a holiday theme, uh, something that I can only really yeah use for about a month. Yeah, I think um, uh, out of the year, it's kind of weird to to drop so much money on. I like, I like the. Um... The way they did uh, the League of Legends, one of the themes was um, the winter theme. So you had like elements of like a Christmassy sort of idea to it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't um, strictly that. So you know you can pretty much use it all winter long. So you can, I mean, you can use it anytime you like. But you know you can you you really start feeling it. You know October, November, and then all the way up until March, you still feel like you know it's it's appropriate. I mean, people use it all year because they're fun skins, but you know, I think, I think boards yeah. are, boards feel yeah, a little yeah. different than, than skins from league boards do feel like, um, you know, it'd be weird to play a Halloween board in July when there, there's so many other ones and stuff, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. To each their own for sure. Um, but I, I'm pretty happy at this point with, uh, I still need to get a board. I don't have a board yet. I'm always hovering just just outside of that um, the amount that a board costs. Right now, I'm, right. I'm at 950 coins. Oh yeah, and it's 990. Yeah, yeah. So I, I need to like uh, draw something and then post it on Twitter and see if a riot employee can give me a, a 40 extra. Oh, I'm sure they will. I have um, uh, coins or something like that. I have the Bilgewater, the Hextech, and I bought the mm-hmm. um, I bought the Celestial, so I can I can Baraka with it. Because you know, love nice. Baraka. Yeah. So those are the three I have. <laughs> I don't. I'm probably gonna save anything I have right now to the any any coins I have in the game right now for. For cards that I need, or for um, the event that when it comes up, so that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. But yes, it's been um, I've I've been happy with things Riot came out with. Real happy, real satisfied. But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. If you don't have anything, man. If you don't have anything else, I guess we can go ahead and jump into our um, our interview with um, Holden, who's my my son. We're gonna. Play a little guessing game with him about the some of the champions in the um, Legends of Runeterra world and uh, get his opinion on them. Um, you have anything before we hop into that? Nope, I am good. All right, well let's uh, let's get into that and we'll um, see you when it's over. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, that was the interview with um, with Holden. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to head out, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll have another guest on for you. Um, and that should be it, guys. Y'all have a good night. See you. All right, guys, and we're here today with Holden. Holden is uh, my son, my oldest son, and also a near professional League of Legends player at this point. Um, I, I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Holden, what uh, what is your rank right now in in League of Legends? Uh, I think it's like gold two. 
gold too. That's not too bad, man. I'm uh, I think I'm bronze too, so I'm creeping up. I'm creeping up. Gonna hit <laughs> silver, maybe, probably not. Um, oh, and what uh, what experience do you have with Legends of Runeterra? Um, I played one game once, and that's about it. Oh wow, so you're a pro. All right, good deal. What um. What about card games in general, man? You have any experience with that? Um, I used to play like the Pokemon card game, okay. but other than that, I played Hearthstone before. But okay, not so you, much. you still understand like basic mechanics yeah. of card games and how they work. Good deal, good deal. All right, well, uh, me and Jeff have some uh, cards that we're going to share with you. We're going to give you um, tell you about a few cards that have already came out. And kind of how the um, mostly dealing with the champions and what their level up conditions are and things like that. And then we're going to give you some some new cards and even some older cards. And uh, let you see if you can figure out just on your league knowledge how um, what they do. So I guess I'll, I'll share the first card with you. And this one, um, one of my favorites is Teemo. Level up Teemo. Every time he attacks, he puts five puff caps or mushrooms into the enemy deck and once there's 15 in the enemy deck he levels up so it's still um you know still relatively kind of what the champion does in yeah the league what about you jess what's uh, some of your favorites you might want to share i'm a big fan of uh probably just trundle trundle uh trundle has regeneration which is one of the keywords um that... yeah so his yeah. Regeneration when I'm summoned to create an ice pillar in hand and then level up. I've seen you play ice pillar. Um, and I know his ability in LOL has to do with kind of like an ice pillar. I think you described it to me once, uh, formula. Yeah, yeah what he yeah. does. He has a pillar um, that he can throw up and he also um, has a lot of healing in his kit. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I like that a lot because trolls. Uh, in like lore, I guess, kind of regenerate, and really the only way you can really kill them in a lot of fantasy worlds is like by fire or just like complete destruction. Uh, but like if you like Dungeons and Dragons, for instance, I think troll you have to like use fire on them and Skyrim that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that's fun. Um, another one that's pretty close to the the um, League of Legends game, I'd say, is Zed. So Zed has quick attack, another keyword, which means he attacks before the enemy attacks. And then he also, whenever you start attacking, he summons a living shadow with his stats. So he, he makes a, a shadow. Um, so he makes like a copy. Yeah, yeah kind of like his W. Now, the copy doesn't get keywords, but once he levels up, which means and he levels up by striking the Nexus twice, so then the copy would get his keywords also. So his copy would get the quick attack and any other keywords he might have. So it's kind of like his double, you know, he throws out a shadow and yeah. um, then can, can use that to attack also. All right, good deal. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll start getting into some of the newer cards first. Uh, they, they just released um, three new cards. So we'll uh, talk about those three first. And the first one is my favorite and probably holden's two out of these three um i know he mained um <laughs> he mained this character and 
this champion in league for a little while and won uh won some one v one tournaments with him. And uh that is Tom Catch. The catfish oh, himself. Man. Yeah, I know. Do you have any idea what um what TK may do? Hmm. Let me think. I don't know. Um I mean, I know in League he eats people. That's what he does in the game, too. He eats Okay. He eats people. Uh, they call it um they call it capturing, but yep, that's what he does. He eats people. That so, does it like kill them when you eat them? Well, he has a well, I'll go ahead and read it so everybody'll have an idea if they haven't seen it. Um, at the start of every round, you create a card called Acquired Taste in Hand. And Acquired Taste um, lets you swallow an enemy unit. And when you do, it strikes you and then you capture it. So when you capture a unit, um, you possess the unit. If you die, then any captured units are um, freed. However... Oh. When Tom Kinch levels up, he after he's captured three units, he levels up and obliterates any captured enemy and releases any ally because he can capture allies too. So he'll delete and obliterate just means they're erased from the game. They they're not um so they have any kind of effect that happens after death. It doesn't happen. They're just gone. Oh well, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty strong right now. Probably one of the strongest cards in the game right now. And then once he's leveled up, you also get the acquired taste. And, and every time he attacks, he obliterates any captured enemies. So he's um he's pretty strong right now. But uh yeah, just he he's uh really close to what the game is. Uh, so I figured that'd be a good one to start with, Jeff. Yeah. Which um which one you want to move on to, man? Uh, let's do, uh, Shivana. Shivana. Um, I'm guessing her level up, she turns into a dragon or something. Yeah, well, she starts off with the keyword dragon, so there is a dragon oh. keyword, but she does turn into dragon Shivana when she levels up, yep. Um. And her. Does she, like... Do AOE like does she get multiple people on the board at once? Um, well, when she's a dragon, oh, Jeff, you can take this. I'm sorry, man. Uh, that's okay. <clears throat> so, uh, her level one is attack, give me plus one, plus one this round, and then once she's seen uh, 12 damage done by dragon allies, she levels up, um, and then she gains fury which which gives you a, a plus plus one plus one for each creature you've destroyed through combat um and then her attack phase is give me plus two plus two this round and create a fleeting strike strafing strike and strafing strike is maybe not really aoe but um you can kind of see that possibly as uh, similar uh, an ally and an enemy strike each other. Then, if the ally is a dragon, heal it for two. So, um, yeah. Just, so, I actually don't know very much about LOL um, Shivana. So, does she buff herself or anything? Um, 
well her ultimate she dashes and becomes a dragon and she gets empowered abilities and um yeah so you just use your ultimate and then you go kill people and um not nah, cool she does she does get bonus stats when she kills dragons doesn't she i, I haven't yeah, played shivana in a long time yeah that's her passive that's right that's right um jeff you can go ahead and take soraka too if you want man that's the, she's your favorite though oh man let's um well like i just said holding soraka is the is the next champion i'm i got a feeling you can figure out what she does yeah i mean i would think it just heals everyone on your board and that's what she does in the game so that's what i think she probably does yeah well. so there's a there's another mechanic in um Legends of Runeterra called support, and it's the person attacking next to you. So what Soraka does is she heals herself and her supported ally for four, and then once you've healed damaged allies four times, you level up. And um, the first time you level up, you draw a card. I mean, the first time you heal a damaged ally each round, you draw a card, and you fully heal her and any supported ally anytime you attack so um yeah but she does have um but why don't she does there is a card called well why don't you what what would you call soraka's card that would do here's i'm going to read the card fully heal damaged allies and then shuffle soraka into your deck so what do you think that card would be called uh you remember the name of her ultimate I do not. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Soraka's R. No, uh, Soraka's Wish. Oh, yeah, Wish. Yep, yep. So she, uh, any, so the way it works is if you have a Soraka on the board and you draw another one in your hand, then that card becomes Soraka's Wish instead of having another Soraka that you can't play because you only have one copy of the champion on board. So that's when you get that. So you can fully heal damaged allies. So that's pretty powerful yeah that sounds pretty powerful yeah yeah especially in this game when healing is um you know as the is it seems like there's been a health creep in the cards lately so everybody's getting more health so you're not getting one shot like you were earlier in the in the um seasons where you know you attack and you die you attack and you die so now healing is a lot more a lot more useful Jeff, what uh, mm-hmm. what are some of the older cards, or anything even from the last set or sets before that that you uh, you think it might be fun to, to try them on? Sure. Um, how about uh, Leona? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know if he'll get that, but I know he'll um, he'll probably be able to figure out her um, her think... card name. I think either it would hmm either she would be able to get more like defensive stats or something or like health or she would do some kind of spell that would like stop someone from attacking maybe I don't know yep she stuns She stuns. Um, 
and there's a, a keyword uh it's called daybreak and what that means is it's the first uh first card you play on, in that turn you get a bonus effect and she stuns the strongest enemy um when you when you play her in uh first and then her level up is when you've activated daybreak four times there's other cards that have daybreak and then um her level up is daybreak or when you activate another daybreak stun the strongest enemy and so her- you can kind of once you get her leveled up you get her out there yeah. and then you play a bunch of the uh, daybreak cards if you can uh, I think there's like two that you can well you can chain about like two or three depending on what your board is like there's a there's a card that keeps uh daybreak active allows you to do daybreak at any time and just That's like awesome. in um just like in league her done is called um solar flare so yeah just like the name that sounds Warcraft. pretty obnoxious yeah. to play against yeah it is especially when um they hit a daybreak card level on turn one, two, and three, and then turn four they play Soraka. That means that pretty much yeah. every turn after that, your strongest unit is just gonna be stunned, and it's at least one of your strongest. Sometimes two, sometimes three. It's it's bonkers. Yeah. Um, that sounds and cool. yeah. Uh, her her other spell you you mentioned that she gets uh, like buffer, like you she buffs herself up, kind of I believe. Is yeah. that right? Um, her spell when you have multiple Sorakas in Soraka, Leona's in. Uh, if you have a Leona on board and then uh, one in hand, she her her spell is Morning Light. So um, instead of a second uh, Leona, she turns into a spell, and that wow. gives allies plus two plus two this round, which is uh, usually pretty good, especially if you're on the attack. Um, and then daybreak activate all ally daybreak effects at once. So you get a couple more daybreaks out of out of just playing that, which is really nice. Unless you're playing against it, and then it is not nice at all. And it's not nice now. Um, man, speaking of Leona, a card that I've seen with her, and um, one of Holden's probably favorite. Favorite League of Legends, and this is um, I'm gonna see if you can just guess this champion. This is the champion that you that always feeds on your team and always goes ten and zero on the other team. Any, uh, any idea? Yes, well, yes. That's not one of my favorite champions. I know, I know. <laughs> He's terrible. Everybody hates Yasuo. Champion, jeez. What um, <laughs> what do you think in? Yasuo has played with Leona a lot. So what what do you think he may do? His isn't as straightforward as some of the other ones, but it's still um, still mm-hmm. worth mentioning. It kind of has to do with his um his R and the knock up. Um does he I don't know. Um does it have anything to do with like other people's like crowd control like stuns or right. yep yep knockups anytime somebody is stunned he um he deals two damage to them anytime they're oh. stunned or recalled yeah and it's not that they attack each other he just does the two damage and after you've stunned or recalled five units he levels up and then every time they're stunned or recalled he just attacks them so whatever his power level is at that point 
that's how much damage he does. So when you play him with Leona and he comes out on the board and then you're stunning someone every turn, it um it gets obnoxious pretty quick. That sounds pretty annoying. Yeah. He he also has um his own his own cards, you know. Um it's called Yasuo Steel Tempest and it just stuns an attacking enemy. So anytime somebody is attacking you uh you can stun them with that card and he'll attack them. And there are many, many other stuns in the game. So it's uh it's it's obnoxious. Not very fun to play against. Yeah. <laughs> are 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 all the knockups like stuns in Legends of Terra or like champions with knockups in League? Yeah, they uh they don't have any like knockups. Yeah, it's all it's all yeah. just like I mean, stuns. Yeah, hard yeah. Game, but... yeah, yeah. I thought um the the only the only stun or crowd control that you really have would be a stun and then you have um well we can do this one if you want to jess what about um why don't you take ash you want to go over ash with him i think that might be fun yeah sure um <clears throat> what do you think ash might do Hold yeah what, what might you think ash might do oh well, do you remember ash maybe you played against her it's another uh another form of crowd control really well, I know in the game she slows people, but um, does she stun or does she stun people? It's like her. Uh, so what she, uh, what she does is she does uh frostbite, which puts the attack to zero. Oh. Um, so she sets a unit's power to zero this round. It can be changed afterwards. Uh, attack. Frostbite the strongest enemy. And then level up is you've frostbitten five enemies, five or more en enemies. And then she gets, uh, she gets a special card once she's done that, <clears throat> once she levels up. Um, and she also... Her level two is uh, Frostbite, the strongest enemy still, but then it's uh, enemies with zero power cannot block. So the idea is hopefully you can get the entire enemy's board to zero and they can't block your big your big uh, Freljord creatures swinging in. Um, but yeah, so she has two different spells um, that are associated, probably named after her skills. In LOL. Yeah, one of them is a uh, crystal arrow. Oh. And it yeah. it frostbites any any enemy that you choose and then every other enemy with um three or less health and you get to draw a card. So it's um you know that that really goes to with that frail yard theme of the snow and ice and everything. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um I used to play a deck with Ash and Thresh. So Thresh um puts the puts another champion on the board with you, even if you already have that champion on the board. And then there are a couple other cards that can resurrect dead champions. So you would kill an Ash, then you would play a new one, then you would play a card that would resurrect a champion, then you would level up Thresh, 
and you'd end up with like three ashes on your board. So each of them would uh, frostbite the strongest enemy, and then none of those could attack, and you just won the game right there. That sounds very frustrating to play against. Yeah, it was, it was um, not the easiest setup, but it wasn't impossible at all. I mean, you could you could definitely pull it off. Um, there was also a card, or there is also a card called the Harrowing, and it brings to life your um, six strongest allies that have died. So if you've had three or four or five ashes die somehow, you know, from, from playing like that, or you've killed them a few times or whatever, you uh, you bring three, four, whatever ashes all back to life. They all turn on, you know, frostbite. None of them can attack. Yeah, it's... um. That just doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I went from uh, having Z, from, you know, having two health on my Nexus and no no followers or champions on my board to playing a harrowing and winning the game. So that's that's always tilting for the other person. I've had it happen to me. But yeah, those are um those are some of the cards. Um you have anything else, Jeff, that you think uh you think might be fun to talk about or um how about let's think about this one. Um Oh shoot, I got a refilter here. Um how about uh Lee Sin? Ooh, Lee Sin. Um Hmm. Does he buff his own stats? What do you think, Jeff? I'd I'd say somewhat, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, um... I don't know what his like spell would be or what his ability would be, but um, maybe I don't know. I have no idea. I think this one's a deep cut because um, I, I read about this. I actually had no idea before either, but um, this is uh, uh, his spell. I'll just read the card, I guess. Um, when you cast a spell, give me Challenger this round. If you cast another, give me Barrier this round. So he kind of protects himself. Oh. And then Challenger, um, I'm not sure if you remember that keyword, but it allows you to choose which uh, other creature you're attacking. Oh, that makes um, sense. While that you're attacking. And one thing in, uh, yeah. in League, him as a champion, all of his spells are, are double, so you can cast yeah. your Q, and then cast it again. So having the two different um, things you can get from casting the two spells makes sense. And then yeah. he levels up after you cast eight spells. And um, Jeff, why don't you talk about his uh, his skill that he has? I think I think Holder might might get that one or might, um, might have an idea about that. Uh, yeah, when I cast a spell, give me Challenger this round. And it's the same, I guess. Um, but his additional ability is i dragon rage enemies that i challenge so you like challenge the um challenge the opponent enemy and then you dragons rage them and then something happens does he kick them off the board or <laughs> i mean um yeah that's super close uh he actually he kicks an enemy into the enemy nexus striking both uh, oh, wow. If the enemy survives, recall it, which um, doesn't always happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
so it's funny. I think I looked this up back when we were learning about all the new champs back when the Rising Tide set came out. And uh, there, when Lee Sin was fully released in LOL, and this is probably like close to five or seven years from now uh, yeah. ago, he the the joke was he was he was able to um, Dragon's Rage the other characters straight into the nexus of uh the other um so, so this is kind of like a deep cut uh which i think is awesome <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool i think i've heard of that i didn't play back then but yeah i think he it was a long time ago yeah yeah hold on how long have you uh have you been playing league of legends now um i've been playing since about 2016 i think yeah what was that like season six the end of season six yeah it's been a little while yeah it's been a little while i know we've kept you a little while so we'll we'll let you get out of here unless jeff has something else he wants to wants to talk about uh no i i thought that was a uh, it was pretty fun like i liked hearing from a just a league of legends player uh, kind of like what, how how close uh, Riot did with uh, tying the cards to the actual champions and the and the lore and and all that. So I, I mean, I think they did a great job. <laughs> I knew they did a great job, but this is like further proves it how how much you've already guessed uh, accurately. I'd say you you got most of them almost exactly, uh, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Yeah. What would you yeah. say, Holden, about how how well um, how well they it, did with them? I mean, it seems the cards are pretty much the same as they are in League of Legends. I mean, I could guess basically what every single card did. Um, it does seem pretty interesting, like the game. I might try it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It really is. It's um, it's easy to get into. It doesn't take very long to get a collection of cards big enough to actually play. You know, to be to be somewhat competitive, and um. I'm sure me and Jeff are going to talk about it a little later, but they've also just came out with the new tournament stuff that's that's going to be coming out. So you know, there's there's a lot going on in the game, and I think it's going to be um, be growing. So it's a good time to get into it right now. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. All right. Yep. We'll uh we'll probably have you on next expansion or something. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's uh I think every two months or so. Yep, December I think is the next one. Good deal, good deal. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you again. All right, talk to you later. All right.